Oh shit! What up, everybody? Hey. Welcome to Nerd Shit Live, week twelve. I'm your host, Pat Navarano. With me, as always, is my co-host, Jared Condes. What's up, everybody? Yeah, we're uh, we're still remote this week. However, we got some good shit planned for this week. Uh, as always, just some house cleaning stuff beforehand. If you like any of the stuff you see here, you can subscribe to our channel, or you can head over to our website, nerdshit.net, which uh. Looks like a half-eaten hen house right now, but we're getting there. Um, and then, uh, uh, obviously, you can follow us on all of our socials. Jer, I believe, is Instagram, at uh, Jer Condes. Pretty simple Correct. enough. Uh, me, I prefer Twitch. Twitch.tv slash PNAPS or Instagram PNAPS. Yeah. And then, a gamer. You know, in, in, oh, no, wait, they're this side. Or where are they? I don't know. I can't see them. Either way, though, um, Which, Joe. Uh, Broadcast like engineer, you can find him on Instagram right at Joe Enright. Uh, he was also uh, he also just had some music come out this uh, this past week. He played drums on some tunes. Uh, hey. I believe one is for JC Soon, and go. the other one is for Nameling. So definitely check those out over on Spotify. And then underneath me, I believe in the OBS window is uh, Nick Havistro, and you can find him on Instagram at Nick McFly. He does all our graphics. And he could do yours too. So come on down to Auto Land. <laughs> All right. Anyway, <laughs> now we're gonna get flagged. What'd you say? Now we're gonna get flagged. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, oh, those no. mother can try and flag us if they want. <laughs> Him and I Ray forgot, Katina and Lester I Glenn. I forgot I had that on this audio interface until just this second. What's that? So nobody cuss, okay? Shut the fuck up, bitch. <laughs> oh, fine. We're getting flagged. It's supposed to be shut the up, you. All right. It's a dead joke. Anyway, how was everyone's Thanksgiving? It was, it was good. It was good, yeah. It was good. Yeah, okay. Small. Some r and is good. Cooked a yeah. duck. You cooked a duck? Oh, I mean, I helped. Oh, well, how did you help? Um, I cut it. I cut it up. I drizzled the juices <laughs> on it. I handled it, moving it, flipping it upside down in the oven. Oh, you know. wow. Okay. They did this you all did the heavy lifting. We did not cut the head off. Um, <laughs> well, yeah, it's actually, just like cooking we had, a lobster uh, we had to a keep it alive. In my house. Um, uh, the, the man who graciously made our Thanksgiving meal... Uh, he wanted to traditionally cook his turkey. I wanted to put it in a fryer. So uh, we compromised. I, apparently, I got to fry a turkey on New Year's Eve now. So look forward to that video. <laughs> and it's, there's like a blizzard that like happens on New Year's Eve. It's just like, no, you got to do it outside, Pat. You got to do it outside. <laughs> just like, fuck. <laughs> oh, no. All right. Well, now with that, it's out of the way. We got some news. We got some big news actually this week. I'm very surprised. Um, the one thing I did want to talk about this before we actually uh, get started on the stuff we have written is because it just broke this morning. Did anybody hear anything about Monster Hunter and how it's doing in China right now? No. Nope. No, no. Yeah, Monster no. Monster Hunter up? is being pulled from theaters in China because oh, no. it has a scene in it that specifically insults the Chinese heritage. I don't know exactly what that is. Oh, However, um, I think Monster Hunter, it had something like 20-something percent uh, of the box office in China this weekend. 
However, now it's charting at like below a percentage because of what <laughs> it's had. Oh, so nice. Apparently they're changing that though for the new and they're going to put out a new version in theaters, which they experts don't think that's going to help. However, that's the version I want to see now. If I'm going to watch any version, what, what were the Chinese so afraid of? Right. <laughs> right. I mean, like, they, they'll just have to edit, I guess, the only for, like, the Asian audience. They got to, you know, like, what's the point of, like, them hiding it from us? I don't know. You know, well, so. I feel like normally they do in the first place. Like, you would have that anyway. But, like, well, what was so horrible that the Chinese were even like, we, we can't <laughs> let anyone see this. Well, here's the thing. I mean, like, Paul W.S. Anderson do, Jer. What did he do? Yeah, I want to know as well. But, like, the thing is, I feel like only the Asian audiences would probably, like, get that hint or something, you know, being offended of. But for us, you know, we might not even, like, notice it, even if they kept it in. So, like, I don't know. I would like to watch that cut. The director's cut now at this point. Specifically the moment and why. I'm Mm going to try and look for that. However, I know that uh, people of China don't exactly have access to the internet like we do. All right. So, I guess it's the official news now. The news that we wrote down doesn't matter. Either way. So, uh interesting this week it was announced uh I think I think 2 weeks ago or oh, a week ago that the Last of Us series at HBO was getting a season 1 order, which is something I think that we are all very excited about. Oh shit, it's going to be a big deal, yep. Neil Druckmann himself uh, not only did he get promoted to co-president of Naughty Dog Studios after the reception and performance of The Last of Us 2. Mm. Um, he got promoted after also, that? What'd you say, Joe? He got promoted after that? Yeah, he was only creative director before that. Oh, okay, that's cool. I, got, so not even I loved it, but most people didn't, so. He's still he's still going to direct, direct sure. games, though. Yeah. And they said after the way The Last of Us performed that... Their games will always be single-player, story-driven, linear gameplay, which is awesome because I don't know about you guys, but that's my favorite type of game. So mm-hmm. I will always be buying Naughty Dog games, it seems. Um, well, yeah, you got to have that balance, right, where we're like, we have so many multiplayers already available to us. There needs to be still like that standard of like right. great yeah, single-player games. I just feel like, I don't know, I just kind of feel like, in that respect, like, dude, three RPGs came out from the same developer in one month. And yeah, true, <laughs> those true. we're covering today. But uh, either way, um, my point in talking about this is that it gets a series order and its premiere, its season premiere is actually set to run uh, same day and date uh, time slot as the last season of The Walking Dead. <laughs> Whoops. Now, I mean, it's pretty thing. intentional, here's it sounds thing. like. We all know The Walking Dead is past due at this point. Like, and it's not, it, I don't think it's rude to say, uh, or sh- or even like, it's it's an open secret. Like, everybody knows The Walking Dead so far past its expiration date that, like, there's no reason to even keep going. So they're ending it finally, gracefully. Uh, but the interesting part here is that the producers on The Walking Dead were asked, do they think that's going to be an issue? And they actually responded with no, which I believe them in the aspect of people who already don't watch The Walking Dead aren't going to catch up on all The Walking Dead and come back and watch their show. 
So right, I don't right. think they're going to be losing anything, mm. but they're n- definitely not gaining anything. Whereas I am a hundred percent going to watch The Last of Us when it debuts, yeah, whether that be on HBO Max or on uh, HBO whatever live is that or just regular HBO. Mm-hmm. I forgot TV. I don't know. I can't keep up anymore. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm on HBO now, so. <laughs> I was wondering, yeah. uh, do you guys have any dream casting for uh, Last of Us TV show? Ooh, that's a good question. I, I don't know. If this was 2013, I'd have a very good joke. <laughs> um, I was thinking Carl Urban for Joel. That's actually Whoa. great. Okay. That is okay. great. He's awesome as Bill Butcher on The Boys. There you go. Uh, Andy Serkis as the Rat King, for sure. <laughs> you could definitely pull uh, that off. That's good. That's oh, good. <laughs> um, trying to think, who else? Yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I'm like unprepared for that. That's like Here's quite the the John Stamos. Anything? John, anybody? Anything? anything. <laughs> I don't actually. I could kind of see Tina Fey play Tess. She That's looks like choice. Tess. Yeah. Okay. Right? Okay. Doesn't she look like Tess? Yeah. But but the only trouble is is like you're gonna be expecting some like comedy, right? Of just like that comes out of nowhere. Oh yeah, dude. I already saw <laughs> this announcement came down the pipe. Somebody already put that they wanted Lena Dunham to play Abby. Oh uh, no. No. I think oh. not. They need like an actual professional Whatever. athlete to play her. Yeah. That'd be cool. A good like switch for somebody. Ronda Rousey. Yeah. No, like spot oh, that's- on. That's perfect. Actually. Ronda Rousey actually, she had that braid for a really long time yeah. that Abby has. So well, she was in um, she was in that comedy too with uh, was she in that? Am I thinking of the right movie with Bill Hader? Oh, I don't know. I think she did some acting though. That's what I'm getting at. Yeah, probably, dude. I mean, she's she's in the WWE now, so she's definitely doing some acting. <laughs> That's a good Damn! Woo! Oh, oh shit! Oh, That's right. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. Um. Anyway, yeah. So, I'm definitely gonna watch this show. I'm not gonna catch up on the. I could give a shit. I gave up on the Walking Dead, and not that I want to sit here and talk about the Walking Dead, but it's that show is that they could have ended that show five years ago. Well, also, uh, it's, it's still like even though um The Last of Us, you know, people might think it's like another zombie thing, but it's like technically not. You know, they're, it's, not, it's not. It's so yeah. much more, but like on the surface level, it still is. It's like a viral pandemic causes a zombie apocalypse. You know what I mean? Mm, but zombie in like quotes, though, like air quotes, like you know, it's just. But I feel like that it's still going to be super refreshing in terms of you know we've never had that type of story in like any series so far. You know, and on a, a twist like that. So even like when you said The Walking Dead is like past due, I mean, still like the final season is like 2022 it's like that's crazy so we still we still got a lot more content to go through with the walking dead and mm. it's like mm, yeah people are just gonna hop onto that last of us train they so. need another dog saints that's the only oh. one <laughs> leave, leaving that show yeah right now all right behind uh, polar express 2 <laughs> polar is norman Reedus in polar express 2 just saying i, I mean think- <laughs> I, think- I just want to see it that's all <laughs> oh, okay. Hey, everyone. 
Yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, <laughs> my bad. It's a great song. OBS is doing its own thing. Okay. Uh, so next up, Van Helsing. Reboot. Ooh. Interesting. I don't know what year they've actually said this was... Uh, that they're actually going to do this? Let me see real quick. No, they, they didn't mention a year. They didn't specify a year. I didn't think so either, right? Yeah. It's okay, just like... What I, okay, here. but here's the thing. This article that we're pulling this from is from Slash Film, which, you know, has some good stuff on there. Uh, nothing about... But why are we pretending that it says the latest and new version of Van Helsing will thankfully won't have anything to do with the terrible 2004 movie starring Hugh Jackman? Who the fuck does this person think they are? Oh Chris Evangelista, if that is your real name. What kind of pseudonym is that? Okay, the first Van Helsing is a classic in overacting, okay? Mm-hmm. <laughs> overacting. Yeah, that's damn straight. <laughs> Dracula's performance is <laughs> what happens <laughs> when you have your acting muscle dialed up to 11 at all times. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Um, either way though, listen, uh, so obviously I like the first one, but what's interesting about this is that James Wan is producing this, who he is very famous for Saw, the Saw series. He created that with, uh, Lee Winnell, who Lee Winnell directed the Invisible Man. He's also directing the Wolfman now. And I think this ties in with this actually. Um, yeah, he has think. a pretty good track record too. Like, you know, he's done. Are, are you saying Van Helsing is in the same universe? What'd you say, Nick? Are you saying Van Helsing is going to be in the same universe as Invisible Man and everything? I think Wolfman. I think Wolfman, not Invisible oh. Man per se. Actually, I, I think you're both wrong. I think it's Furious 7. I think. Oh, uh, yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> he did that too, right? So I think it's the same universe. And then again, just to clarify, Benicio Del Toro, Wolfman. <laughs> <laughs> just making sure. No, we discussed no, this. It's no, a big no, part no, of my no. childhood. No, no, not Benicio del Toro's Wolfman. Uh, Shame. But yeah, what you so don't like squinty way, people? James Wan. He's got a lot of good horror experience. He's got a lot of good action experience. However, he's not directing. Um, Julius Avery is who directed Overlord. Now I know none of you guys here have seen Overlord, right? No. no. Watch Overlord. It is sick. Yeah, I mean, like, uh, so James Wan is producing it, but with Overlord, um, I have heard some, like, pretty awesome things about it, you know? So It's a great action horror film, and that's exactly what a Van Helsing movie needs to be, an action horror film. But imagine the CGI, bro. The CGI in this new modern technology. It's going to be nice. As opposed to, like, werewolf transformations that look like claymation. Yeah, it has a bit of charm, but I think we're. I just. Now. <laughs> I hope in this version they don't try and like do the Transylvanian accents. You know what I mean? Like I could do without them. You know. Yeah. Because <laughs> that's like Van Helsing's whole stick, right? He he has to hunt monsters, right? But he, I don't think I don't remember him having like that Transylvanian accent. I Kate, no, Kate no, Beckinsale he did. He's from um. He's from Rome. Yeah, 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 yeah. They they sent him or something, right? Yeah, like yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. but, but I mean, such... he still sounds like Jackman in that movie. Yeah, but it's just like so funny to where like Kate Beckinsale had like that terrible Transylvanian accent, and I love her by the way. But it's just like 
dang it was so bad and like also knowing that she came from like oxford or something or some like crazy smart college uh where like she should have had it down huh (laughs) yeah she i mean you know come on oh you you guys i'm hold on i'm an idiot what i wanted to say was that so (laughs) james Wan got all this great experience i said he made the, I said he made Saul with Lee Winnell, and Lee Winnell's directing, uh, he directed The Invisible Man, is directing The Wolfman. I forgot to mention that Wolfman movie, Ryan Gosling is starring in it. Oh. And that's mad luxurious. <laughs> Sign us up. I mean, Heck yeah. Not, like, he, it's kind of a highbrow actor to be starring in a movie about The Wolfman. He's branching yeah. out. What'd you say? He's branching out. Maybe this is what he needs. Yeah. What was he in recently, anyway? He was in that movie, uh, First Man. I think where he oh, played Neil right. Armstrong. Mm-hmm. No, Lance oh, yeah. Armstrong. Then, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I think before that was Blade Runner, right? Or no, that was still... Well, he did a musical, too. Like the, the, That guy could do a lot of oh, things. Blade Runner was the shit as well. He was so good in that fucking movie. He was, uh, mm-hmm. but... People complain about how long the movie was, which is like, well, yeah, that movie is shame. Really long, but it's it's so good. It's so good. Yeah, it is. It's just it's really long and there's not a lot of action, which I don't really mind because I was into the story they were telling. But for general audiences, it's not going to work. Yeah. Um, yeah. Either way, though. Good shit. Good shit. I'm excited for this. I, I'll watch 100 Van Helsing movies instead of them making a <laughs> Van Helsing movie, though. What they should do is they should just make a sequel. To the first one with Hugh Jackman, a fifty-year-old Van Helsing. Oh shit! We can't keep doing these generation-type movies. Yeah, <laughs> or like there's a younger Van Helsing, played by like someone like really young and endearing, and then they could possibly like pass the franchise off to like someone like Jer. Like, could you imagine Jer running around with Hugh Jackman? Oh, I can't imagine that. They right. have little trench coats and little hats. <laughs> Oh, I love that. I would love that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, next up, actually, really big news. And so, it's funny that this happened because I think the last episode that we did, I actually said to you guys that um, the impact of Warner Brothers saying they are going to release Wonder Woman 1984 day in day in theaters as well as on HBO Max would if that is successful that would change the landscape of how films are distri- uh, distributed distributed Jesus um well what do you know turns out you don't even need to wait for a release uh Warner Brothers announced this week that they are debuting every single brand new movie that has been either postponed because of COVID or was coming out this uh, coming out in 2021 anyway onto their streaming service, HBO Max. Now, there's a couple reasons that I think that they did this, and I definitely want to get into them. But, like, was anybody else like, what what is going on? You know? I mean... Me not really. I thought I was par for the course at this point, right? Yeah. I mean, like, even... Yeah, I think it's, like, it's not a huge surprise at all at this point, right? Like, if you told me, like, maybe, like, a month, 
two months ago. I was like, oh, okay, that's pretty big. But now it's just like you see all these studios and distributions like making these huge money moving moves, right? Of like, all right, well, all these movies that are on like the shelf right now that we need to to release. It's just like we're just gonna put it on the VODs. Like, you know, this has gotta be the thing. This is like the normal thing. And and I feel bad for Chris Nolan. And like Tarantino there, you know, it's just like, even though they want like the theaters to get going again, it's just like, it's not going to be a thing. Not you know, for a while. Obvious, obviously, this is. So, my whole issue with them releasing films on VOD before going to theaters is not because of the whole theater the 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 theater chain or the theater industry and not I'm not trying to sound insensitive but i mean like it's just way easier to be at home with your family and watch a film and less expensive and that's kind of the point i'm getting to than mm-hmm. it is to go out to the theater to see something right and so i thought to myself that if they're going to release these movies out on vod like let's say a fast and furious movie something that's guaranteed to make a billion dollars right um you're not going to see that type of return on vod because you're moving from per unit to per household as opposed to a single ticket you're now entertaining perhaps four to six people Mm -hmm. with one purchase so there had to be some sort of premium so that either means they go to VOD and these movies can cost like $80, $90 to rent, you know what I mean, per right. household. Right, or, like how Mulan was like 30 bucks. It was right? 30 bucks on top of a subscription service to Disney Plus that you had to buy a year out. Right, right. So they, they had to find different ways to monetize this. What's interesting about this move is that there is no premium attached. The way this works is as long as you have an HBO Max account, you have access to that movie the day that it comes out. It, it, as, and and if you want to go see it in the theater, you have the right to go do that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I think this is a, a smart move, first of all, because these movies are losing them money, hundreds of millions of dollars. Like that James Bond movie, Jer, I know that you uh, brought this up before. Yeah. James Bond, uh, No Time to Die, 007, I don't know. I, <laughs> it uh, it so far has cost MGN six hundred million dollars just oh, having that movie sit around. <laughs> they tried to sell it to Netflix for six hundred million. Netflix didn't want it, um, for that price tag. Uh, so, you know, these studios are at this point are just trying to like make a return on their investment you know what i mean like just just trying to break even stay afloat so excuse me so like oh so go go ahead ahead. well the thing is too is just like it also makes sense where it's just like it is you know the clock is ticking to where in order for them to even start producing more films they can't just keep throwing money at potential new ips or new movies and stuff like that and then you know they have these producers that have put money into it these studios they they don't want to start a new project in you know probably the risk of it putting on being put on the shelf or being delayed as, as well so in terms of just like whatever that they have done at this point you know they just got to make sure that there is some possibility of, of a return somewhat 
so that right. there's and, some justification for them to like, I don't know, make the next James Bond movie or whatever, you know? Right. And so, you got to imagine that movies are going to cost even more money now to make because all the COVID precautions, right? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, absolutely. So, um, the other thing that I, I did want to say about this was that it's a bold, uh, first of all, it's a bold strategy, right? We yeah. all agree. It's a bold move to do day and date. And we thought Wonder Woman was going to be the guinea pig. Um, obviously, AMC has a big issue with this. Uh, oh, Regal yeah. Cinemas, Cine, what is it? The other one, Cineworld. Uh, Cinemark. Cinemark. The, either way, those two holding groups took a 13 and 14% hit in their stock price when this was announced. That's, That's a, lot. a lot. Yeah, especially when you're talking that amount of money that they're moving so, around. There's no So... I think the other reason why they did this was two things. One, they have this streaming service that was launched, has virtually no content on it. And on top of that, it didn't work with uh, with half of the devices on the market. The two biggest devices for streaming are Roku and Amazon. And there was no native support uh, when it was released. So you didn't even have people checking out any sort of free trials. That's a big hit. Uh, yeah, so bad. You have this streaming service that has a shitty rollout and doesn't have a lot of content. But you also have this slate of newly created content that you can't release in its normal distribution to its fullest potential. So what was their play here? What else was their play? Yeah. Now, I've seen some click conflicting reports on Twitter from different people saying things like, this is this is not a one year plan. This is their plan. They're looking to circumvent the theaters, which you know what? Hey, listen, if this goes well for them, I don't see why they wouldn't continue going forward. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Releasing films this way. Yeah. And then the second thing is that. Uh, like the to put the pieces in place for this type of plan to roll out like had to have been lightning fast. You know what I mean? Like the decision had to be made. Like this was like an emergency knee jerk. Like we can't, it seemed like, you know, tenant was supposed to be what a billion, a billion and a half, maybe, you know what I mean? Under normal circumstances. Right. So, you know, that, that movie didn't even break like 800 million at the box office. You know what I mean? So what are they going to do? What else are they going to do now? What's interesting about this is that judging by how this does, perhaps Disney Plus starts getting new movies, starts getting Marvel movies. I know Marvel says they're not interested in doing that, but I don't believe so. Right. I mean, here's the thing, too, right, where I feel like what else is the option besides, you know, yes, they're losing money, but also I guess because they're such huge corporations like, you know, let's look at it plainly at the end of the day, right, whereas they're still corporations. They need to make money. But also it's like maybe there's pressure for them to, you know, be the ones who do the right thing in terms of like they can't force people to go to the movie theaters, like physical movie theaters, even though they need that money, let's say. Right. But, you know, they would look even worse if they're like, no, we are going to just release it, release King Kong, uh, Godzilla versus King Kong um, in theaters. We're going to release James Bond in theaters. We're going to do it. December, right? Go out and stuff like that. And they're going to look like the bad guys, you know? So 
it's it's kind of like a twofer, right? Where they're still going to be able, hopefully, to get some money back on you know on the return, and they look like they're doing their due diligence as like studios that like it's okay you could be at home and enjoy these movies this big blockbuster hits like you know instead of going to the theater just stay at home you know be safe and whatever so i don't know it's this is the new wave this is like literally like how we're gonna watch movies now regardless i mean i'm fine with it i mean look i don't mind working from home and going to the movies from home this mm-hmm. means that on Thursdays when movies comes out, I simply stand up from here. I stop at the kitchen and I grab some snacks and then I head down to the basement. And I watch I watch whatever new releases on my 70 inch OLED with surround sound. And I have nobody kicking my seat. The floor isn't sticky. It doesn't smell like somebody took a shit. Nobody's phones going off. You know, it sounds good to me. I don't know. How do you guys feel about this? Yeah, the only thing you're missing is just the uh, AMC Stubbs uh, thank you in the beginning. <laughs> so, Jer, if, if you can make him one of those, a personalized one. <laughs> Welcome to Liz's basement, and a special <laughs> thanks to you, Patrick. <laughs> That's a good one. That's the I'm only thing. I'm going to have you guys over for movie night, and when that plays, Watch I'm going to go, it's me. <laughs> That's the only okay. thing you're missing at this point. But the, uh, And the, the oil butter, too. <laughs> oh true imagine oh. i get one of those hooked up to I your sink in the bathroom myself with That'd be it cool yeah, yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh oh <laughs> <laughs> those new chef boy are dumbass <laughs> <laughs> oh 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 damn <laughs> oh, i think that was chris tucker <laughs> <laughs> oh damn all right, it's time for a new segment. Isn't it fun having new segments? You know what the best is? When we have any sort of news that's out of context, we just make a new segment around it. There you go. Oh, it's wonderful. Keeps us on our toes, you know? Mm-hmm. This week, it. our new segment is... Oh, wait. We're, we're founding a new segment this week called Jared Leto Watch. So, <laughs> I'm just saying... I changed my address legally, so they can't send any sort of documentation here that would make us lively legable for anything we can do or say. Yeah, how can they yeah. serve you if you, they can't even find you? Can't I, find just, I just need to stop right there. I, we need to TM that, liably legable. <laughs> liably legable. Liably legable. You guys make me sound like uh. a polar. All right, anyway. Uh. <laughs> Lively legal. Nearly. Look, I was going to say real quick, I'm still on a watch list by these movie studios because I'm still torrenting movies in 2020, okay? And for some oh. reason, on my fifth attempt to download Men in Black 3, they've still figured out how to catch me. So, um, Dude, you could have just asked me for a copy. I know. Oh, yeah. I have. That's the thing. You keep leaving me on scene. Like <laughs> My claim to fame. So, this week on our first iteration of Jared Leto Watch. Liably legable. Liably legable. <laughs> this week on Jared Leto's Watch. Uh, uh, so, apparently, we got this covered, which we need, everything that comes from We Got This Covered. 
is straight up. We have to like, dude, use log on to this website. It's nothing but fucking ads everywhere. They sold half the page. Okay, there's no way this could be information. It's all clickbait. Either way, though, apparently, um, Disney is looking for another stab at Tron. So I I don't really like I don't really I don't really fuck with Tron. However, apparently they're gonna sign up Jared Leto to be in it. This article really doesn't say much, too much of note. Let's but uh, is he like totally in? If it's on the internet, I mean, it's true. Yeah, we're good. Yeah, I mean, it says right here. I see a picture of him in a tank top, and he's ripped. And oh, he's, that's probably it says what it's for. Jared yeah. Leto is getting ripped for his new Tron movie. You know, even it though be in Tron, else. yeah, it couldn't be anything else. Mm-hmm. He doesn't. You know, he's not keeping in shape because you know he's a cult leader or anything like that. You know, it's just he's just preparing for his new role. Even though freaking Tron, everybody in tr- like. That universe wears like spandex suits or whatever, so it like gets covered anyway. So I don't know. I don't know. I mean, yeah, the movie's ninety eight percent CGI. (laughs) (laughs) That's true. It's true, and they also de-aged Jeff Bridges the worst way you possibly could in the last one. Right. Oh, dude. Did they use that? Somebody just did a deep fake of that recently. They they redid it. Really? Quarter guys. That's pretty cool. Yeah. It was so good. It was so good. The deep fake. Oh my god. Yeah. Is that the like same that? thing they did in the uh, Scorsese movie? That oh, the Irishman? Yeah. No, dude, they they did. I don't even know what they did. <laughs> it it <laughs> they wasn't a deep fake. They just took uh, Robert De Niro's face and just stretched it out. Yeah. So there was no wrinkle. That's what it did. It just, it, he looked all smooth and shiny, and I didn't like it. But it, and they like, also gave Robert De Niro like cataracts. I don't know. Like, <laughs> just like his eyes are so like white. I don't know. That that makes him younger. I don't know. That doesn't. There's make... also like this one scene in that movie. You guys have seen The Irishman, right? I saw bits, mm-hmm. not the whole thing, though. Yeah. Okay. Spoiler. So. Oh yeah. Uh, no spoilers. In one of the scenes, he's supposed to be like in his what forties at that point. <laughs> And he goes to kick the guy's ass who like touched his who he did something, right? Mm-hmm. He pissed him off. And you see him, it's like a one like shot, like a stagnant shot, it, like follows him up, and you just see him walk into the store and you hear, you motherfucker like all this going back and <laughs> forth. And you see 70-year-old Robert De Niro with I walk <laughs> behind some guy he supposedly threw through a window. And when he comes out to to fight the guy, right? There is just no power in those punches or kicks. <laughs> and you can see when Robert De Niro's trying to kick, kick him, him, right? Yeah. He's like having to hold his balance up. <laughs> his like, equilibrium's off looks, a little bit. Like <laughs> old. He, he looks so old. No, but that that other scene too, and no spoiler or anything like that, but Joe Pesci calls him calls Robert De Niro kid. It's just like these are two really old guys. Yeah. <laughs> just like what? It's like, yeah, well, how old are you then? Like <laughs> Yeah. It's so 104? Like <laughs> Oh man. Um But yeah, that movie's great. Yeah. For the entertainment. Right. Yeah. What's what are you drinking there, Joe? What do you got? What do you got in the glass? Arnie Palmy. You know how it goes. <laughs> I, I honestly thought you were gonna say something like whiskey. No, no, no. Uh, even class here. You guys know, uh, why is it always uh, Arizona light Arnold Palmer? I never understood that. 
Just give us the OG flavor. Yeah. It's always there, like some... I don't think so. Is there non-light? Yeah, there's a regular Arizona iced tea flavor. Yeah, the no, original for, one with the no, for original Arnold, 11 spices, right? Or something? Yeah, yeah, no. For spices? Arnold Palmer I don't know. Specifically, I haven't yeah. had one. I haven't had up. one in like literally probably since before college. It was nothing but sugar, I remember. Yeah, so good. Yeah, I mean, but that type of sugar that they put in there gives you like some nah, sort bro, of power. I'm on the G zero. I'm on a zero sugar free Gatorade. It's so fucking good. Yeah. So look up Arizona iced tea, Arnold Palmer, and the only thing you see is light. That's the only thing that comes up. Mm. <clears throat> so like, where's the the regular? I just I just Arnold Palmer. I found a thread that says it does exist. It does. There okay. is a non light one, but you're right. I've only ever seen the light version. Mm-hmm. Oh. Let's get some for the show. You should. <laughs> yeah. BJ's Can we get it in cans, it looks like. Can we get sponsored? I don't see why not. I mean, oh. we could. No, the it's only thing just, you can find. Make any money off of us? Only thing you can find <laughs> no. is just the mix. Well, we, we'll tell them it like to make a donation or something. You know? We'll have Dan Kilkenny but... just buy Arnold Palmer. <laughs> That's what they'll get. <laughs> yes. yes. <laughs> huh. Yeah, All this, right. is, this is a little scary here. So, tonight's main topic. Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Yay! All right. So, um, Jer and I played the game. And, uh, Jer, you put how many hours in? Like 40-something? Uh, at this point, I'm at 47. 47? Okay. Yeah. I have 31 hours. And obviously, I don't think we're, I mean, the game's been out for a few weeks already. Um, and I'm, we're just going to get right into it. Um, I don't think there's anything I could possibly spoil. And that's part of my review. <laughs> um, Jer and I have had vastly different experiences with Assassin's oh, yeah. Creed Valhalla. <laughs> like, two totally different, holy shit type of uh experiences so jer has actually had a pretty positive experience so i kind of want to hear from you first about uh let's just start with the presentation overall and then i'm going to tell you how i feel okay okay well so far in terms of my experience with valhalla it's i think it's a beautiful game i mean the scenery of it, it, it first of all, it takes place in uh, Norway, and then you transition over to England. Um, like I think it's like the 800s, right? Um, I don't know the exact year, but it's like the 800s. Um, and then you you switch, you can switch between the two, but England is like the main thing that you you stay at, and you can go through all the different kingdoms. There's like snowy areas. There's some like beautiful foresty places or whatever, but it's beautiful. I think it's gorgeous. Um, the light rays that the sun makes in the game, it's chef kiss, you know. Uh, and then the progression of the story is really cool. Um, you know, I don't know. Like, I, I generally enjoy the game. Although with Odyssey, the last iteration of Assassin's Creed, uh, there is some sort of charm with it because it's like ancient Greece and stuff like that. But in terms of like the game overall, super positive you know, I'm not going to go into like spoiler territory yet or maybe not the show because of, you know, Pat's case. But 
I mean, <laughs> I really thoroughly enjoy this game. I really do. I'm glad. Because <laughs> I have had the worst fucking experience I've ever had with a Ubisoft video game. I have never been so disappointed by the incompetence of a developer in my whole life. First of all, let me just say something. Jared and I are both looking at this from the perspective of we both oh, think Odyssey is a masterpiece. I think oh, yeah, yeah. as far as RPG games go, I haven't played The Witcher 3 yet. I'm going to wait for the the uh, next-gen version to play that. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure that Odyssey is one of the best RPGs of all time, in my opinion. Just the amount of exploration you can do and the amount of gameplay and the scenery. and the I don't need to get into it, but I just like it a lot. So yeah, coming well, from that yeah. mm-hmm. to this, already my expectations were not going to be met. But never did I think it would stoop to be this low. So I'll just walk you through my experience real quick with the presentation. I got this game the day it launched for PC. Mm. I signed in. Um, the, uh, I signed in. It was the most broken mess of a game I've ever played in my life. Um, so I have a I have a ninth generation i7 9700K and a 1080 Ti. I have more than enough juice to run that game. And I couldn't even get a stable 30 FPS with a 1080 Ti, which is absolutely insane. And I'm not the only person who's had this issue. So after 45 minutes of playing it, I was literally like, wow, fuck this and Ubisoft. And I put it down. Um, so then a couple days later, I got the PS5. And then I the, probably like the day or two before Thanksgiving, I bought the game. Because I wanted to play it. What I did appreciate was that there's cloud saves between platforms now. So I just picked up 45 minutes in where I left off last time. And then I went and put a bunch of hours in. And I can tell you this. I would have loved to have finished the story. However, I'm glitched on a mission. And in the middle of the... And it it never changes the objective. I've tried every which way to fix it. I even thought, what if I download the PS4 version of the game? Because you get that when you buy the PS5 version. Right. Download that. If that version's not as broken, I'll just play through that mission uh, on PS4 and then jump back over to PS5 so I get all the textures and upgrades and stuff. Right. Um, that because didn't work the cloud either. saves and stuff, yeah. That didn't work either. That didn't work between PS4, PS5, and my computer and my PC. Hmm. So I didn't get to finish the story, but I just did nothing but raids and side missions and uh, synchronization points. I unlocked the whole map. I did, like I said, I did a bunch of raids. I've upgraded my settlement a shit ton and I just can't literally get past the defensive measures, defensive measures mission in Asgard because it's glitched. So either way, I think the presentation is abysmal. I wish I could say the game looks good because I really don't even know how the fuck the game looks. Because I can't put it on my PC versus my, one of my consoles um, without it stuttering and crying this and that and everything. Um, but yeah, it's fucking annoying and I hate it. And I'm mad I paid $60 for this shit. And I wish I could play the game. Because Jer is like level power level like what, 200 something? Yeah, I'm at, I just checked before. I, just, I opened up the game before... Um... We went live just so I could make sure. I'm at 287. 
and I'm only 10 hours behind you and I'm only at like 87 or like 88. It's like, <laughs> no, I, I, I did a lot of grinding and then I pretty much like, I didn't want to say like I sped run, like I did a speed run of like the missions or anything like that, but I just did like, okay, the moment I ranked up all my gear that I had at the time and then just like I blazed through the missions like super fast. So, um, yeah, I the only problem that I had in the game was like there's this audio glitch where it would be either out of sync with the actual audio and then like the visuals or like when people are talking or um, there was like a delay if there was audio. And then I saw the fix online. You're just like, oh, you just have to like turn on the uh, subtitles or whatever, like English to another language and switch it to English again. And then I did that. And it was like, oh, everything's fine. You know, the only thing that I do have that's very f similar to your experience was when we do the synchronization points, you know, the birds, uh, the, flying, bird. <laughs> <laughs> the flying PNGs. Of yeah. Like first, so know? to save on performance, obviously they cut corners, and yeah. uh, they fucking the birds at the top of the synchronization points, their wings don't bend. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, so they, they literally have... look like two forty <laughs> PNGs just breaking yeah. into place. <laughs> it's so funny, but other than that, it's just like I feel like what I re really like about the game too though and i'm sorry to put a downer on your experience because like you had such a negative experience um yeah like anytime anytime that i you know have some time like some free time i just hop in no problems whatsoever and then i go through like the story as much as i can and um what i do like about this game compared to uh, odyssey though is like the fast travel is super fast i don't know what the deal is it's like usually like 10 seconds or something like that um in valhalla and also like you know how you're able to progress uh join like other kingdoms to your cause or like to yeah. your clan um the way that they're able to like even though whatever order that you decide to do them in it still has like this cohesive like story of progression mm. so it's just like regardless like oh well i want to start with like the really tough kingdom or like start with the easy or you know it doesn't matter for some reason like all the dialogue and all like the the story and the, the characters that you come across they're just like merged together in this like one storyline which is like actually pretty impressive so i give them props for that hmm. but i wouldn't know, you know because the <laughs> but here's the thing though and i hope this doesn't put you know um Hopefully your game does get fixed because I really don't know like you know, why. Yeah. But <clears throat> you know where it's like the Isu, right? Like the people before, you know, before the time and like this like higher civilization of like uh, technology and whatever. Um, that storyline in Odyssey, though, is much stronger. And I like the story better with that than Valhalla, although it's still good in this game. So I don't know. I think it's because in ancient Greece you have all this type of myth um, mythology and like you know all these stories that you've always heard, you know, uh, through movies and you know whatever. And uh, it seemed a lot cooler and more epic in Odyssey. So. Yeah, fair enough. I think that's up to preference. So actually, let's talk about the moments among gameplay though. Okay. Um, 
So a couple things that I just felt that were unnecessary changes from Odyssey, like changes for the sake of changes as opposed to the sake of optimization, was first of all the ability. The abilities are no longer tied to level. The abilities are, or excuse me, abilities are no longer tied to level and a skill tree that you unlock with skill points. The abilities are now tied to, um, are tied to unlockables in the world. Yeah. Like books, books of knowledge, books of knowledge to learn abilities. Um, the actual skills are in constellations in the sky that you actually can't see what you're unlocking until finally you get to that section. So yeah, that's it's like annoying. You have yeah. to build out this pet character that you don't know what skill tree you're unlocking. Yeah. That is so annoying. Uh, dude, the mission structure is like the same for like almost every side mission. A lot well, of it for is the like, side oh, missions. Yeah, that go here, pick up this go. You know what I mean? Mm. Um, exploration is fun, except for the fact that after a while, um, things just show up on the map after you've spent a lot of time in a certain area, as opposed to actually finding it. Um, the ship gameplay, the ship gameplay is like riverboats. It's only just transports you where you want to go. Uh, with your raiding crew, which we'll get to in a second. But I, that's so scaled back from other Assassin's Creed ship combat sections that have since become part of the game since Assassin's Creed 3 that I yeah. felt like this was put in here because it was obligatory as opposed to it would make the experience better or more immersive, which it does not. Yeah. Um, and then the final thing is the raids. So the raids are fun, and I do enjoy raiding mo Christian monasteries. However, just a small part of me thinks that maybe it's a little bit too PG compared to what I should <laughs> be getting in a game about Vikings. Listen, you know, the, you know? the Vikings were a misunderstood crowd, man. They just this this is You're historically accurate, bro. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, like okay, the raids so are the, fun. The raids are fun, though. Yeah, the raids are fun, but I also kind of feel like. Stealth is more optional in this game than any other Assassin's Creed game because of the fact that um, you're a Viking. You're a warrior by nature, you know? Right. Like, so you can kind of take on plenty of people at one time. Like, I never had an instance where I wasn't confident in my skills or my weaponry, which actually brings me to my next point, the weaponry. So in Odyssey, you were unlocking gear, uh, you know, every single time you raided a camp, you got a new piece of gear. This game, I think, <laughs> this game, I can't believe yes. I'm looking at that right now. Yes. This, this game, uh, you just threw me off. Sorry. Game, oh, all the, the gear, uh, all the gear, once you get it, that's it. You have it. And now you just have to upgrade it completely and all the time. <laughs> Um, so then you can use to raid monasteries with your lieutenants who you can create at your village and, uh, customize your boat and X, Y, and Z and upgrading your settlements fun. And it does give you some small, slight buffs, like to your raiding you crew. Yeah, if you have, have a feast, as well as if you build up all the, like, um, I can't remember what the, Oh, the farms and everything. So you yeah, can feed men so you can create. So uh, you get basically buffs to your raiders, but it's nothing monumental. Same thing with the skill tree. They're just buffs. They're not skills. They're just like 
0.5 damage here, point damage defense. Uh, same thing with the runes. You know, it's just it doesn't feel like I'm doing a certain type of character build. It just feels like I'm going through the motions and unlocking stuff. So whereas I feel Assassin's Creed was uh, Odyssey was inspired to be better than Origins, I feel like Assassin's Creed Valhalla was inspired just to get us to next gen just to say there's a game on the platform because there was two years development time for origins and two years development time for odyssey and then two years development time for this game. How come this game feels longer yet somehow has less substance? And how is this game, even though odyssey was broken when it came out too, it had horrible optimization. How does that game how does that game have optimization issues, but yet still somehow this next gen model, I can't even finish the campaign because it's glitched and I'm not the only person who can't. I don't know. I just I feel like it's a overall it's a big step backwards, regardless of the moments of glee that are within. Well, I mean, hopefully that, you know, soon there's a fix for your game, because I, I understand what you're saying at the point that you're at right now, because you can't really play the game fully. But in terms of just like there are certain dynamics to where like they've they've just released an update where you could like uh, steal like there's certain keys that you can get to unlocking certain doors, but you could sneak and like try to steal a key from a guard. And I'm like, I love that dynamic. Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Jer, like all stealthy and stuff. Ooh. Yeah. What's you up? good? Hello? Oh, he's good. He's back. He's back. He's back. You lost me for a second. Scary. So what were you saying? You're going off like Karen for a second. So Oh, got you. No. All right. Well, I hope you're wait, where did you leave me uh off? Where did you hear me last? Anything. Okay. So what I was saying was I hope your game gets fixed because the thing is um, I totally understand where you're coming from in terms of, you know, the state of the game that you have right now. But, you know, there's like certain game mechanics where they had in the original games where I love that it's here now. So, for example, like in Odyssey, I couldn't like you couldn't steal from guards or something like that. So, like, oh, if there's, right, right. so like if there's like mission stuff that like, for example, um, certain doors are unlocked and you have to like find a way like a mini puzzle and how to unlock it and you could like either steal the key from like a a high level guard or you find little cracks or you know in the building and like make your way up or something like that so i kind of mm. like that kind of aspect and the thing is i feel like yes it's very badly optimized you know granted i just happen to be like one of those lucky people who have a really who has good a 3090 version. ti and can power through all the terrible <laughs> optimization. yeah we but, know but here's the thing, though. Like my, I also have like uh, i7 from like 2017, so it's like you know still. But either way, um, I do hope that once there's a fix for your game, come come back and play it again because there are some really good aspects of it. Yeah, I'd like. like to finish it for sure. Because just because mm. I'm a completionist type, I like to 100% the open world games. However, I uh, I have since moved on to Demon's Souls for PlayStation Five. And then Cyberpunk uh, is coming. Cyberpunk is coming on Thursday, baby. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, we get uh, it early. We get it on the 9th. Dude, 
that Phoenix Rising game, Immortals Phoenix Rising, apparently is Ubisoft's best game uh, that they've put out in a very long time, and I haven't even touched it. Really? Okay. Yeah. Uh, apparently, it's better than the two other open world games that they put out. Um, but yeah, man, that's I I I will come back, but it's not like I'm gonna come back with Odyssey with the DLC where I'm gonna be mad hyped. I want to play Origins too. I download Origins, so I'm gonna get the, I'm gonna play that as well. Yeah, that should be a good game too. Yeah, and then maybe I I'll do. That. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> and we'll do Unity Here's as well. I I like. <laughs> but yeah. Uh, either way though, now Joe, play the song, baby. All right, let's hope this works. Uh, transition. Make sure this works. Um. I like this clip. I think it's the best way to handle being arrested. All right, let me uh, do a screen share. My bad. All right, there we go. We're all good. All right, let's see it. All right. <laughs> okay. definitely <laughs> maybe serbia um i'm trying to figure out is that a Probably. is that a bag over his head they put a potato sack over his head i think so man <laughs> i don't know <laughs> Dude, the best part about this is that like you think getting dragged out by four cops hammered in handcuffs is bad enough but then you gotta throw like singing r kelly tunes mm -hmm. like in 2020 <laughs> what if <laughs> What I feel bad though about the cops though is just that they had such a long freaking walk. I don't know where they they got them from, but they didn't even like. Yeah. They don't have like I don't know like a small go kart to like grab the guy, oh. but like no, they gotta like carry Actually, him all the way. Make a good point. That guy's shirt says cadet on it. This is training. Oh, oh really? Got to get <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Hold on, wait. Roll Let me go back. Yeah, hold on. Let me transition. Oh, Jared, do you? Are are you trying to see the cadet symbol? That, that's... It's in twenty forty two. Yeah, right there. You see it? Yeah. Oh. Oh yeah. You believe that? Yeah, you do. Well, uh, I believed you were living on a fucking submarine. So go fuck yourself. Oh yeah, Jer, address this right now. <laughs> for the 15 okay. people that know about okay. it. All right. I like to keep the magic alive. This is how we'll end on a high note here. <laughs> Such bullshit. Oh, man. <laughs> uh, like, there's no way. There's no fucking way you read that. We're like, yeah, Pat's right. <laughs> 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 okay, yeah. So, bro, I control too, all right? <laughs> Caught. Go on. Oh, boy. Go on, Jer. Tell everyone. Jer, tell the what? story. What? 
Tell the story. Oh, no, no. I don't want to. You this had us worried for a month. You There's too much buildup. You have to tell it. You have oh, to. Oh, God. All right, fine. Okay, so when did this happen Look again? right at the camera, too. Look right, right at the camera. This is your notes app apology right here. <laughs> All right, so. <laughs> Can you look a little nervous, too, when you say <laughs> no, no. Okay, wait. Um, I just need the the time. Do you remember the uh, around November third time where I actually said it? November. What is it? Third. November third. Okay, so November third. All right, a, a, a day or two prior November third, I had heard wind of me possibly getting a thirty ninety card, and I was just like, oh, super excited. What, and did you go to a person... fortune teller? How did you hear word of you getting? No, I'm just. You know the story, bro. You know. But here's the thing. So I'm explaining it to the people, guys. All right. So, um, so I, I found out that I could possibly be getting like the 3090, right? And the only people that knew was Ken and our buddy Sean. And I was like, okay, I don't want to jinx anything, so I'm gonna keep it on the DL and just like, I don't know. I won't. Tell anybody about it because I believe in jinxing things. So the next time, I don't know what we were playing, but we we were on Discord and we were playing, and then all of a sudden, it's like I told Ken, it's like, Ken, it's happening. I think it's happening, bro. And it's like, oh, this is this is big stuff. And then Pat asks, like, wait, what's happening? What's going on? And then for some reason, I decided to just say, oh, um. I was talking to Sean and like, I'm going to be possibly working in a submarine as a janitor. <laughs> and I, I, I said it in the most straight face as possible. And you lied then, to me. Yeah. You lied Pat, to me. That's and a, then Pat was like, called lying. really? Is that really what's going to happen? And then like, I just ended it right there. I didn't say anything else because I didn't want to talk about my 3090 that I possibly couldn't have gotten or could get. I don't know. I, I was that's jinxed. fucking crazy. I mean, I should have knew you were bullshitting at that one part where Sam oh, yeah. was like, how are you going to play games on the submarine? And you're like, <laughs> apparently they got really good Wi-Fi. <laughs> yeah. But that and after that night, that was it. I didn't say anything else. I didn't even think like people even remembered what I said. And then all of a sudden I hear this, that you guys are talking about this. It was like really weird. Okay. And then we it, had was, to it was a game like of I telephone. Said, I had talked to my mother about this. Yeah. <laughs> Pat called I me. Make... Bro, and then I told I like... five people. And then I had three conversations about it with my mom over the course of a month. Been like, Jer's working. Like, what? This doesn't. I like had business conversations <laughs> with other people. Like, hey, like, my co host might actually be dipping <laughs> to so go on a submarine. It's going to happen. However, if he's gone, do you want to, like, come do the podcast for a couple episodes? And, like, you only have to do, like, as many as you want. We'll figure out what days. But, you know, maybe we just need somebody else there. And then, (laughs) yeah, like, I had those conversations with people. See, the craziest thing was that I didn't even know it became a thing. Because, like, you guys never, like, talked to me about it. Like afterwards. Well, okay, I was thinking that you're gonna tell to me us. about it. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. I, that's why I like paid it no mind. I did. I totally even forgot about me selling that story or whatever. Yeah. Teacher, this is fucking. This is why you tell the truth. <laughs> because when you tell the truth, it becomes a part of your past. When you tell the lie, it becomes a part of your future. Yeah. I was saying we did a music video two weeks ago, just me and Jer, 
I'm just thinking, like, this will be the moment he finally, like, opens up and tells me that he's shipping off. <laughs> oh, yeah, you told me about that. Yeah, yeah we spent a whole day together in the back of my mind just, like, he's leaving. I don't yeah, know when, like but when he's leaving. When Jer came to my house to give me Nico, and we were hanging out for, like, two hours, and then he goes home, and uh, I talked to Ken, and Ken was like, oh, did you wish Jer a happy birthday? I was like, no. <laughs> What was am I supposed to? And he just goes, Yeah, it's his birthday. I go, I was just with him for like two hours and you didn't say anything. How old is he? And he goes, I think he's 28 today. I was like, What the fuck? <laughs> I don't I don't talk much. He's worse than you, Joe. He's worse than you when it comes to not saying anything. Yeah, I believe everything he says. Like that's the me, best I'm a social butterfly. That, that's the best my thing about Jerry. Uh, you can't, you know, expect to what's, you know, what's going to come out of his mouth. Even when we play uh, Phasmophobia, <laughs> like Jerry will be like, I'm coming into the living room now. And he's holding a saw for some reason. <laughs> 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 he's throwing paint cans around in the corner of the room. Very unassuming. Oh, man. What the fuck is that you have in your hand right now? <laughs> well, okay. Guys, Holy shit. I, I cannot believe it's coming out of your mouth. As a, as a record, you know, because this, this is being filmed and everything, I sincerely apologize for Better. unintentionally trolling you guys. Okay? I, I Seems apologize. Seems pretty intentional. Uh, dude, I, dude, I totally forgot that I even said that story until you guys, like... It's hey, almost so like you said it to cover your ass. No, 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 no. Hold on. just let it go. I was nervous when I asked Wednesday night, too. Like, we're about to hang up the, the call, I think. I was like, it's now or never. <laughs> And then, yeah, well, and then you guys, like, just came to me. and was just like, yo, what's this thing about you and the submarine? And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> oh! <laughs> it just came rushing back to me. <laughs> oh, man. Wow. The best was is when, when I found out it was all a troll, I really took a look at myself like, I'm a fucking asshole. <laughs> like, I am so stupid. Like... <laughs> Well, guys, think of it this way, too. I said, like, I don't but know. But the other thing is, Jer, you didn't tell anyone you got a 3090. Because when you sent me the video of that graphics card, it said 4090 Ti. And for, like, <laughs> three weeks until Ken said that you had an LCD screen that you could change the title on, I walked around saying, wow, Jer <laughs> got a 4090 Ti. That's impressive. There only had to be, like, a handful of those made. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Well, I just I just don't like saying a lot of stuff. That's, like, so that's like, the thing. Like, so you Joe, say a lot more stuff. Okay. He Ken told you that while we were building my PC in my dining room, and I didn't say shit because I didn't want to sound like an asshole. <laughs> but in that moment when he told you, yeah, Jer has an LCD screen on his, I was like, oh shit! <laughs> like somebody's calling me. Oh gosh! I had no fucking idea. All right. Uh, all right. Well, I think that does it. <laughs> hey, boys. It. Yep. Yeah. I think we uh, put a lot of it out in the open and just air it out, you know? So it just like, right, feels so more, good. Now. More of Jer in the upcoming year. That's true. Yeah. All right, it's everyone. A... Oh, no. Go ahead, Jer. Say what no, you I was have about to... say. No, I was about to say, like, I'm not going on a submarine, but there is an aircraft carrier that um right that I might yeah yeah this is like my trip to japan yeah good luck You're <laughs> well, actually, I'm, I'm going with elon musk and we're going to the moon mm -hmm. guys uh, so. uh, mm -hmm. yeah they need a yep. they need a janitor over there wow so. 
You're the right fit. There's a lot of dust up there. You wouldn't the right want guy. anyone else. You're the yep. right guy for the job. All right. Well, thank you very much, everyone, for tuning into this week's episode of Nerd Shit Live. Week 12, boys. We officially made our, uh, you know, first trimester. We're week. We're 12 weeks in. There you go. You know. Woo. So, uh, yeah. So here's. I wish. I really wanted to get a pizza party for the week 12, but you know, I guess. I think. You know. All right. Hot take. We'll discuss this later. I shouldn't do this on air, but we should do next week's episode uh, in the studio again. Uh, not when there's 6,000 brand new COVID cases. A no, day. we'll put a uh, plastic screens up in between. <laughs> I'll wear the T-Rex. I'll suit. do it. Yeah, I'll do it. <laughs> so, oh shit. So, uh, once again, if you like anything you can see here, you can just subscribe to this channel or you can, um, head over to our library, check out some old clips. If you want the audio version of the show is available on all major podcast networks. Uh, you can also check out our website, nerdshit.net. <laughs> Keep yes. fucking that. <laughs> um, also, uh, if you want to follow any of us, Instagram, Nick is at Nick McFly. Joe is at Joe Enright. Jer is at Jer Condes. I'm at PNAPS. And I'm on Twitch, twitch.tv slash PNAPS. Uh, I don't know. I, don't, I barely stream, but whatever. So thanks so much for tuning in, and we will see you next week.